Yo, monkeys, it's me, P-P-P, the king of all the things, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening on the S&S Network. Stay tuned or you will feel Big Daddy Cool Diesel slash Kevin Nash. You're listening on the SNS Radio Network. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle from TNA. And you're listening on the SNS Radio Network. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. This is our break kid, Sean Michael, Mr. Hall of Fame, 2011. And you are listening on SNS Radio Network. See ya. And I wouldn't want to be here. Hey, you listen on the SNS Network, and that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. The world is listening. This is Rob Van Dam. What's going on? This is Kazarian. And this is the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. This is Cowboy James Storm. And if you don't like that, sorry about your damn luck. This is TNA World Heavyweight Champion Bobby Roode. Welcome to TNA Chat Live. Welcome to TNA Chat Live on the SNS Radio Network. Here's your host, the outlaw of the IWC. Don't piss me off. The Trey Dog. Everybody, good evening. Welcome to TNA Chat Live. I'm the Bronx Father. I am filling in tonight for the Trey Dog. Trey Dog taking some well-deserved, well-needed time off. And we're here, of course, to talk about TNA Impact Wrestling. Man, interesting show tonight. Really interesting. Um, a couple of flip-flops where first we think Hulk Hogan has some juice on Aces and Eights. Of course, it turns out that someone does, and that person gets kidnapped, that person being Joseph Park. Now, it was interesting, because this was the most important thing about all this. They invited Hogan to come to their, their I forget, oh God, I forget what the gangs call it, their clubhouse next week. And Hogan says, well, if you let Parks go, I'll come. 
and one of the recruits breaks Joseph Park's laptop, which apparently has some really vital info on aces and eights. Joseph Park says, well, it's still all up in here. It's still in my head. So you can't take that away. And aces and eights leader is like, really? And that same guy hits Joseph Park right in the forehead with a quote unquote sledgehammer or a big mallet is more what it looked like than a sledgehammer. So he's out freaking cold. But Hogan has to keep his promise next week and show up in enemy territory at Aces and Eights Clubhouse. A uh, little bit of tension between Austin Aries and Jeff Hardy. All in all, I thought it was a, a good impact, uh, an interesting impact, setting a few things in motion. I like Hogan going out next week and having to get on their turf. I think that's a good way to twist this around and do something a little bit different because apparently we're going to have this Aces and Eights storyline with no reveal until bound for glory but with that being said this is your show the fan show and it's time for you guys to call in be a part of the show please try to call as early as you can because at 11 30 bronxy wants to get out of here work tomorrow and it has been a hell of a week so with that said i am opening up the phone lines now call now to talk tna live the number to call 501-588-7957 that's 501-588-7957. TNA Chat Live. Now, while we're waiting for our first call, uh, something interesting that happened on Impact tonight was when Austin Aries confronts Jeff Hardy backstage and basically says, you know what, Jeff? I'm really the one chasing. We're the same age. You have all these adoring fans. You have them in the palm of your hand without even saying a word. And that's what I want. Now, this was kind of strange in two ways because Aries came off kind of heelish. I'm starting to think that that's a direction they might be going. But let's get someone else's opinion on that. Uh, caller, you're live on TNA Chat Live. Uh, this is Anthony. What's up, man? Well, since the craziness I call, every time I call, I might as well get mine out of the way before later on the show. <laughs> uh, first off, it's glad that you're doing this show since Trey wants to take a little break because um, out of everyone else in the host, you're the only one that really regularly supports TNA. So these are getting a fair opinion. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to make sure that TNA continued to be represented on the network in, in some form. And this has been the uh, flagship show for TNA coverage on the network. So I said, let's keep it going. Trey Dog needs a break, and I'm more than happy to help him out, man. He's paid his dues. I'm still paying mine, so there's no problem. Um, and what you were saying about Austin Aries, yeah, they could probably use this to turn him heel. But another way they can do it is just have him that he's in the heel turn all the way up to that's it bound for glory. And it looks like in the end he's about to uh, maybe do a cheap shot to Jeff and then in the end just so it's like, damn it, no, just please bear. Well, you know, the thing about it is, though, it comes off heelish. But you know what? There was a lot of basically everything he said is true. And I think it's the champ admitting, you know, a little bit of jealousy. Now, that's not something you necessarily want a baby face to do. 
But at the end of the day, it makes me interested to see where they're going to go. I, I don't know if they're turning them heel at this point. I mean, obviously, if you saw the way Impact ended, Jeff Hardy basically saved Aries from a serious ass kicking by Bully Ray. And then Jeff holds up that title to say, hey, you know what? I can get this at the next pay-per-view. It's going to be mine. And Aries isn't thankful for being saved. He's pissed Jeff is holding his title. I don't blame him in a way. But, you know, th this is interesting. It's good psychology. Yeah, it's also showing that Jeff, again, overshadowing him again. He's like, damn it, I was trying to be established myself, and you come in basically take the spotlight again. I love how Bully Ray, th this is one of my favorite things, as he's coming up towards the curtain, and he's asking, like, everyone from the guy selling popcorn to, motherfucker just call me out? Did I hear right? Did he just call me out? I love the way he played that, that he was really shocked that Aries had the balls to call him out. Yeah, and um, I kind of think the whole time he's always arguing the referee, then when he finally went, he hugged the referee. I heard in some states, him a couple. Yeah, that hug was a little bit more, thank God TNA isn't PG, because that wasn't a Daniel Bryan Kane hug. That was like... Uh, well, forget about it. I don't even want to... This wasn't a hug that Viscera used to do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to get into it. Referees getting their asses kicked left and right on Impact tonight. That's always amusing. And um, I mentioned this in the chat, and you someone responded that um, what they did with Joseph Parks, you think this can be the way they finally bring Abyss back in? Yeah, but that, see, that, that just smells of like a multiple, well, it is really a multiple personality disorder. I mean, maybe he gets bonked in the head with the sledgehammer and Joseph Parks goes away and Abyss takes back over. And of course, Abyss will have forgotten all the shit Joseph Parks knew about aces and eights. So I can, I see where you're going with it. And I'm thinking that could be a possibility. What do you mean? There was Abyss on the screen while Joseph Parks was in the ring. Wink, oh, wink. Yeah. You're than that. And apparently you said it was announced that the TV titles are coming back, which I am grateful for. Whether well, that means uh, doesn't sorry. mean they're going to have Devon come back. They might just say, uh, we're going to have a tournament to have like the finals at Bountiful Glory, which I think will be a smart move. Well, you see, here's what's happening. And, and it goes to show how much that this lawsuit is affecting yes. shit. Because... It, WWE right now, you can tell they, they've they've stated we're not interested in any TNA talent. We're not interested in even Ric Flair, and it's this lawsuit hanging over their heads. They don't want a lot of legal trouble with Linda running and all that. TNA is it a is it sneaky? Yeah, I don't kind of like going to tactics like that. But in a way, if you look at it, if when that TNA contract runs out and you start worrying about making money again and you know that you're going to go through hell to try to get into WWE, yeah, re-signing with TNA is basically your only option. And from what I heard, Devon and TNA were in talks. Maybe he's back. Yeah, but I also heard a rumor that him and Jesse Neal were actually thinking of coming into WWE as a stable. But like I said, that was a rumor. So, But... um. I think they should just have, like, a tournament or have, like, two competitors and have, like, a series of matches, like a best of seven, something like that, like RVD and, I don't know, whoever. Well, I mean, you know, the, the, the problem I have is 
exp- I'm hoping next week whatever does happen we'll get an explanation. Now, if 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 it is Devon and he comes back with the title, if that's what's going to happen, I think it'd be in their best interest to do some storyline explanation of why he was gone so long. You know what I'm saying? You're obviously not going to come out and admit he was in talks, but give a reason. Have Devon say, look, I've been gone for three, four weeks because... Oh, I can't, I can't fantasy book this one. Something happened. Something happened with my family. Something happened. Aces and eights was driving me nuts. I needed time to recuperate and clear my head. You know, give a He re- was the boyfriend of uh, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, because in parts unknown nearby Los Angeles. Yeah, but I don't think Devon's as famous as she said, you know, he's famous. My boyfriend's famous, and he told me this and that. Uh, I doubt it. Yeah, I'm wondering when this whole, if they're going to reveal the actual, actual boyfriend, will it be a wrestler or just a manager? And will it be someone in the company? I mean, it could be Matt Morgan for all we know. Well, I don't overthink it. I mean, they may never reference that again. That just might have given her a convenient reason to turn heel, you know. That was uh, that were- list. Yeah, but they were mentioning on the post show, so I think they are going to somewhat develop this over time, and I think it's going to have more probably beneficial than the whole Madison Rain being the getting interested with Earl Hebner. Ugh. Yeah, I hope so. But I'm, you know, I'm really looking forward. I mean, they no matter what they did tonight, in my opinion, if you're a TNA fan, they could have had an hour and fifty minutes of clowns juggling in the ring they had a very good show but they definitely sealed the deal for the impact fan by saying that hogan is going to show up on aces and eights turf next week because what have we been seeing for the last two months now it's always aces and eights invading tna and now next week hulk has to be with them i mean there's so many scenarios maybe hulk will send back up secretly maybe I think next week is going to be something major in this angle. I pray to God I hope so because they're keeping it interesting, but you can only do that for so long. I want something big, and I think you can have something fairly big before Bound for Glory, and then to give a hint, and then at Bound for Glory, bang, it's going to be the big reveal of who's behind this whole shit. And one thing, I'm glad they're still establishing this James Storm, Robert Rube feud. And they did not have a winner in the match tonight. I'm saying have like a bounce floor, like a false kind of match or no DQ, and have like a special referee. Because you saw the referee just said like, "Fuck it, I'm done. Screw it. Let's get some other referee to call." Like, you know what? Fuck you guys. You fight still. I ain't calling it. Man, you know that that was one of the highlights. Let me let me tell you something right now. If you don't believe. You know, kayfabe-wise, that James Storm and Robert Roode can't fucking stand each other. Those boys, I'm sitting there, I'm like, guys, it's not a pay-per-view. Somebody call the office, it's not a pay-per-view. Chill a little bit. I mean, they took it backstage, referees going flying. That was beautiful. And you're right, it did a lot to further this. I just, at this point, storyline, I want to see them kill each other. Put them in a cage. You know, put him in false count anywhere. Just put him in a fight. Say the ref is just there to count one, two, three. That's it. Yeah, and I, um, 
I think one of the reasons why this is hard working so good is because those two in real life are very close friends. So I think, so. heck, you know we're going to have to go at this real hard. He said, yeah, go ahead. Just do what you need to do. I don't care. We'll apologize later. Well, yeah, and they're both guys who are going to demand the best from each other. Hey, you know what? If the, you, you think one guy's going to get angry if the other guy stiffs him? No freaking way. They're going to be stiffing the shit out of each other, and they're both going to leave probably legit fucked up. But like you said, they're friends, and they're going to give it their best. And I'm, They did a great job rekindling this after tonight, and I can't wait to see how far it goes and what these lunatics are going to do to each other. And uh, you're, we're always wondering, why did they let Jeff Hardy win the match at other series? I've been reading on the Facebook of SNS Cheap Plug, and that um, some of the reason is because Jeff Hardy's contract with TNA is coming up soon, and they want to sign him back, keep resign him, because Jeff has been saying that he's interested in going back for a big deal. And that when the Bound for Glory does the theater showings, they want to have a big name on it so they can bring in the fans. So that might have been the reasons why. Well, I, I can't say for sure if I think Jeff, Jeff has proved himself to me. Has he proved himself enough to make those demands? Yeah. Yeah, I think he has. I, I think the WWE would never give this guy another chance. You know, I've actually heard some rumors about that. I, I, don't, I don't think so. He has too many strikes against him, and, and, you know, that's a shame because he's cleaned it up. I think TNA's kept him clean. You know, you don't want to be on the road again 300 freaking days a year. I think that's where he belongs, and whatever they need to work out with him, I hope they do it because he's proved himself to me. Yeah, but we already said that Brock Lesnar was not going to come back to WWE. What happens? He's back, and we think, look at Orton, Mr. Shit in the Bag of a Diva. He's still freaking in the company, even though he flipped off someone in the crowd in the pay-per-view. Yeah, but neither of them are felons, dude. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's going to be a felon for uh, Orton to do that 12-round sequel, because, good Lord, you're going to rip off people's money for, to watch it. Well, I agree, but as of right now, I have no desire to talk about the other company. Let's save the comparisons. And, sure. Anthony, take care, man. I'm going to try All to right. give Meltz a shot. Phone right. line still open. Thanks a lot, my man. No problem. Yep. See ya. Bye. Okay, one caller gone. If you guys want to call in, we're still taking them. We're going to be taking them up to 1130, so call in. Uh, Tara tonight, you know, coming out, and uh, Anthony alluded to what happened. She basically said her boyfriend, her very rich and famous boyfriend, has told her that she shouldn't, she's being used. She basically even told Brooke Hogan, you're using me and everyone's using me. And, you know, she tries to beat the shit out of a ring announcer. That got us some damn heat. But right now, please lower your feed, your computer. Thank you. Who's this? Hey, what's up, Bronx, man? Uh, Terrence from Southeast, man. What's going on? Hey, man, I figured I'd hear from you. How are you, my friend? Very good. Very good, my friend. I mean, uh... Very good, man. Good show tonight, man. I, I, you know, when I looked at my watch, man, it was ten thirty-five. I'm like, man, it's you know, two hours of blue past so quick, man. I mean, they kept me on my edge of my seat all night. Uh, I mean, the kids is up in here jumping it down, loving the show. I mean, they put on a good show, man. And, and what you said with, with Rude and Storm, 
Man, I mean, man, you you needed a big John McCartney up in there to separate them guys, man. Yeah, they, they weren't they weren't having it, and you know I like you know how many times in wrestling do we hear it's going to be a fight tonight? It's going to be a fight, and then the guys are in the ring the whole thing. No, they're throwing referees around. James Storm meant that shit. This is a fucking fight. This ain't no sanctioned match. Yeah, I mean, man, they 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 they, they threw everything but the kid to sink tonight, man, and. And, and for everybody that always say, you know, TNA, you know, they, they don't know what they're doing or they're not giving you enough. I mean, they, they put it out there tonight to say, this is why you should order Bound for Glory. They touched on the things that they needed to touch on as far as the, uh, the Storming Rules, uh, the Hardy and then Aries and, and the, tag, the tag title situation. And so they, they really brought it across the table tonight, including with the women. So, I mean, they really, you know, touched everything. And then they threw in the teaser with the TV title. Somebody's going to be champion next week. So they really bought the, you know, they bought the envelope and they left it open for next week too, man. So they, they did a good job tonight. And it wasn't even a go-home show. And something else I almost, shame on me, forgot to mention. How about this, man? How about Hulkster coming out and making the tag team titles a triple threat at B for G Bound for Glory? Angle and AJ Styles versus Chavo and Hernandez versus Daniels and Cass for the. T I love it. That's going to be sick. Right there, you've got a possible match of the night. Oh, definitely, man. I mean, that, that, that match will do justice. It's got to go at least 25 minutes because. You got four good workers in that ring, and and and, and uh, like Kazarian's not a bad worker either. So I mean, you got guys that can work. You got guys that can jump all over the place. I mean, that's going might be still matching the night, man. They they really laid it out. And if it was just those three matches, the tag title match, the Stormin' Rude, and the World Title match, if that was just the card right there, man, I'm good, man. You can just show me them three matches, man, and I'm good because <laughs> that right there is going to deliver it, man, and. And for all the people that always say 10A this, 10A that, if they jump off the boat, man, well, you better jump back going back. This thing's riding pretty good, man, because they, they really are, you know, they changed the focus, and right now they got all gears pointing in the right direction, man. And tonight is just an indication of that. If they can have a, you know, if they can submit this ace of the eight, where at the end of the day, me, you, and everybody say, okay, now, now I see this was where it was going, and this was worth it, then they hit a home run. And that's what everything is going to hinge on at the end of the day. Can they make us say, okay, now that was a great payoff. That's the whole key to everything right there. You know what, what, what something that was really kind of overlooked tonight was, because like you said, there was so much in the show to, to kind of catch your attention, but... I don't think we should ignore the brutality of what Aces and Eights did. I mean, we're to take it that that was a real sledgehammer or whatever it was, a giant mallet. Let me tell you right now, what the way it looked to me, and I saw it twice, when he hit the computer, that was a real deal because that shit exploded. Now, obviously, they probably switched to a gimmick before he hit it with Parks, but they did a good job at showing this thing is real, and then you hit supposedly hit a defenseless man in the forehead with a fucking sledgehammer and hogan sold it beautifully do you see the look on hogan's face in the ring yes 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 like, i gotta go see these guys next week you know what have i gotten myself into yeah and, and you know what you, you can look at hogan over the last few weeks it's like 
he's been really more into it, and I think he's really now, and not saying he didn't at first, but you sort of see that he's behind TNA, where at first he might have been like every other scrub or scab that came in, uh, just to play so I get a paycheck. But now it seems like he's really into it, where he said, and I think he's believing it now, where he said, hey, we, we got a chance here. We can, we can do some things here. And, and, and now that they know Spike TV is going to air the show for the rest of the year live, they're like, wait a minute, we 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 doing something here. And, and you can see Hogan is really more into it where at first it was his back. He was not really doing as much. He, he wasn't as crisp as he's been now. So I think Hogan is really into it now. And, and, and you can tell by a lot of the wrestlers, and not all, but the majority of them are pretty, pretty much happy. And, and it's, 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 you can see it, man, in the product that a lot of the guys are happy, man. And, and you, you don't have all these older guys at the end of the card, like WWE, of course. You, you got guys getting a chance and really going out there with no props, no story, uh, read this verbatim, come out there. This is what I want you to say. They're coming out there off the cuff, and, and, and they're doing what they're supposed to do without a script, man. And, and you can tell that the guys are, you know, having fun with their doing. Well, I mean, Hogan could have had an awake, uh, an awakening, too, because I, I get what you're saying, and I see that. You know, the, the shit he's been through, where he knows now. It's not a matter of Hogan saying, you know, I can put... not. And again, I don't know how many times he's done this. I'm not going to do down on Hulk, but I think he's, he sees... I can never be the main event again. I'm so messed up, and, and I'm not saying that to make fun of him. Dude's messed up. My back is so fucked up. In-ring is definitely done for me. So you know what? I might as well pour it all out in the promos, which Hogan's always been the be you know, best at, doing promos. And what I like is they're not overusing him. They're not giving the IWC a chance to bitch that he's on 90% of the show. They're sprinkling him in just enough where, and this whole thing with him having to show up there next week and the look on his face at the end, he did. He looked like a guy who... and. This is a change of character for Hulk Hogan. He looks scared, and kudos yeah. to him for selling that fact. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, uh, a, a fake sports entertainment. Uh, yeah, I'm really kidding. It was legit fear on his face, and and and, and that was great, man. Uh, you, you touched on uh, earlier, man, with the uh, the TNA WWE lawsuit thing, and and the, and the shock of Matt Morgan coming back. Uh, and, and everybody always talk about, well, this guy's going to go to WWE, this guy's going to go to WWE. I, I think, man, that is sort of, not saying gone at the wayside, but they're mostly going to take guys that's got a bigger name and try to sprinkle them in for far as merchandise and wherever they can use those guys for the network. But a guy like Alex Shelley or Velvet Sky, you know, you know, characters like that, that, that to them are just, you know, guys that we already got and, you know, we use you, we use you, we won't, we won't. They, they, they're not going to go for them guys. And that big opportunity that a lot of them guys thought was there and because of this lawsuit and also because of the change of culture up there, you're not going to go up there and get big money. So it, it, you better stay at TNA where at least you can still make a little money, you can still do your indie bookings, you can do your autograph signings, you can still eat instead of going up there with Vince and they might push you from TNA for the first month, but after that, man, you like a two dollar steak, man, sitting in the freezer, nobody want to touch you. And that's the reality of a lot of these guys going to end up looking at, saying, "Well, you know what, TNA ain't so bad. You know, they got to work three days a week. 
you know, they film out of Orlando, I hit a pay-per-view, and then after that, I'm doing my own jump. If I got some change saved up, they will good to go. So everybody thinking, you know, this person want to jump here and go there, uh-huh, baby, that's not the case. And not only that, you know, Kevin Nash said it when Trey interviewed him, you know, you got to keep an eye on the competition. And I think what they're keeping an eye on the competition, and they're saying, you know what, if WWE has some guys there that, you know, have been there for five, six years and still really haven't gotten themselves or been elevated by the company, what chance do I have? But, you know, this lawsuit also has a lot to do with it. And, you know, now we, we hear rumors of Matt Morgan, I would say, is definitely back. And I'm going to touch on that after the break. He's back. Bully, bully's back now to stay. We see that possibly Devon's back. So yeah, you know those pastures aren't as looking as green as they used to. Yeah, most definitely, man. And, and, and real quick, man, and not to just uh, throw this in, but everybody clamoring for Ric Flair, man. But wasn't he the same guy that couldn't wait to get out of the WWE? He wanted to wrestle. He wanted to do this and that. And now he's getting another divorce. I mean, what you guys think? He's going to go up there and all of a sudden? change his ways, once they put him in a, in, a, in a nice program where he's on TV, what he's going to do? He's going to pull the guns out and say, Vince, well, you know what? I need more money. That guy is, is, is trouble, and I feel sorry. You know what? I, I'll be happy when they are able to get him so he can tear, them, tear that company down. I know you got to take a break, brother. I'll talk to you again, man. All right, man. Excellent call. Thanks, man. You're always welcome here, and I appreciate it. Throwing out some knowledge, man. When we come back, I'm going to talk briefly about Matt Morgan, but the phone lines will still be open, of course. And uh, stay tuned right here for more TNA Chat Live on the SNS Radio Network. We'll be back with more TNA Chat Live with the Trey Dog on the SNS Radio Network. One more his charm is so contagious, vaccines have been created for it. Years ago, he built a city out of blocks. Today, over 600,000 people live and work there. He is the only man to ever ace a Rorschach test. Every time he goes for a swim, dolphins appear. Alien abductors have asked him to probe them. If he were to give you directions, you'd never get lost, and you'd arrive at least five minutes early. His legend precedes him, the way lightning precedes thunder. He is... JJ the most interesting man in the world. He has amassed an incredibly large DVD library, and it is said that he never once alphabetized it. If he were to mail a letter without postage, it would still get there. When it is raining, it is because he's thinking about something sad. The pheromones he secretes have been known to affect people miles away in a slight but measurable way. He once punched a magician. That's right, you heard me. His blood smells like cologne. His hands feel like rich brown suede. JJ He is the most interesting man in the world. I don't always drink beer, but when I do, I listen to Wrestling News Live. Stay thirsty, my friends. Stay thirsty. <laughs> 
Every Thursday, the SNS Radio Network gets in the ring and starts running the ropes. When I watch, I, okay, I, I caught SmackDown again. I caught, she, I skipped Sheffield's gimmick, and I couldn't help but to think that his new gimmick sounds like an Arby's uh, roast beef sandwich. Join Brian Maverick Bertrand and Chris Kelly from HeadlocksHeadlines.com as they talk about every random thing going on within the WWE, TNA, Ring of Honor, and the NorCal Independency. Running the Ropes also features interviews with stars from the past. It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog Jesse James. Present. What's going on, this is Kazarian. And this is the Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels. And future. Hey guys, it's Dream of Fatigue. And so much more. So join the guys every week on Running the Ropes right here on the SNS Radio Network. This is TNA Chat Live on the SNS Radio Network. Hey, wrestling fans. Do you want to break from the day-to-day ins and outs of the WWE, TNA, and Ring of Honor? Do you like talk radio that pulls no punches? And do you like your sci-fi and fantasy? Well, tune in to the Elite Force Podcast each and every midweek with Chuck W. And each weekend with William Walkie Walker and Mindwipe. Exclusively on the SNS Radio Network and the Chris Jones Gaming Network. Yeah. This is going to be fun. What's up, guys and gals? Sensational sequel, Sensational Sean, right here with you. You can catch myself and Ashley, yes, that is his name, on the open book every Friday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. You'll catch us doing video games, the open book, fantasy, EFET, and movie and entertainment news. So check us out. Every Friday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time at SNSRadioNetwork.com. Come check us out. Welcome back to TNA Chat Live with the Trey Dog on the SNS Radio Network. That's right, man. Love that classic music. Gets me all hyped up. Gets me ready to go. Gets me to talk, baby. Welcome back to TNA Chat Live. The phone lines are still open. And uh, please call in whenever you'd like. Getting to Matt Morgan. Here's what's going down if you don't know. Matt Morgan apparently has been showing up at some TNA house shows and kind of invading and making his presence known. He's been sending some cryptic tweets about TNA. And from what it looks like, the guy's back. I mean, obviously, he's not really invading, you know, house shows without a freaking contract. The thing is, some people have been critical about this, saying that this should have been done on TV. Now, I agree. 
But, but, uh, on Wrestling News Live, JJ had said, we had spoken, and I said I had an idea about how possibly to save this. Well, I've got two ways. Matt's a big, you know, imposing guy. More of a guy you would make a heel. But he's also a big man that I think sometimes, I, I kind of liked him as face. I think he can pull it off. I do this two ways, and I'll give you a face and a heel scenario. I think that what would make a huge, no pun intended, impact is for him to either be part of Aces and Eights in some form or fashion, or be a guy who comes out and fights against Aces and Eights when TNA's getting their ass kicked. Now, it depends which way you want to go, obviously. Those are two scenarios. I don't think that the house show appearances are enough to ruin that. And the deal is, see, my problem is TNA fans, I think in general, are really internet savvy. You know, TNA, come on, they have their post show on YouTube. So most TNA fans will have read this about him showing up at house shows. So a lot of people know he's back, but don't take away what live TV can do. Don't underestimate what could happen if, you know, the entire, there's 16, 20 aces and eights out there. They're beating the living hell out of the TNA boys. They're outnumbered. They're getting their ass kicked. And out comes Big Matt, and you have him clear the freaking ring. I mean, throwing guys out, getting rid of guys. You have Aces and Eights powder, put them over. There's your babyface scenario, which some people won't like. A lot of people think Matt makes a better heel. Fine. Do something with him. Mm, this, I don't know if you could do it next week. Maybe when... You know, Hogan is at the Aces and Eights Club. And maybe he's talking with the leader. And they're just talking and talking. And Hogan gets up and gets ready to leave. And out of the darkness, he just gets hit with a boot. Just show the damn boot. Matt's big enough where people are going to guess it. It's going to be implied that it's him. There's your heel scenario. I don't know how good my fantasy booking is, but TNA's put their foot in it. They've announced this guy. They've shown him on house shows. I think he can be integrated into TV if it was done the right way. But there's, you know, with aces and eights, next week changes up everything. We don't know what's going to happen next week. I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen next week. You know, it was said before. The show ended too early for me. I wanted to see more. But, you know, Jeff Hardy, there's talk that he's, you know, you got people saying he's, def he's definitely going to win the world title. Yeah, I think so. I just think that they're putting a lot of stock back into Jeff Hardy because the fans never stopped loving him. They never did. Through all the shit he went through, he does have a loyal fan base. You don't get that a lot. You don't get a lot of guys in TNA 
who have that that fan base that's going to love them no matter what the hell they do, no matter what trouble they get into. I think he's ready. They can put the belt on him and then set him up against some major, major heel. Personally, if Jeff gets the title at Bound for Glory, I see something going down with Bully Ray. I think that tonight they furthered Bully Ray as somebody who wants to be in the contention for that title. I also like the way that the Bully came out and was saying, you're calling me out? Really? You're going to call me out? You think you're that badass that you're going to take me on in a regular fight? Him and Aries go at it. That was, you know, we, we talked earlier about Cowboy James Storm and Robert Rue, but that was a pretty good fight, too. And then, of course, the ref gets knocked out. Bully Ray grabs the chain, wraps it around his fist, knocks the shit out of Austin Aries, gets the pin, one, two, three, and then proceeds to, well... If you didn't watch the show, he kind of humped the referee. But you got to watch it to know what I mean. It was funny. It was a what the fuck moment, but it was funny. So, you know, we had another gut check tonight from Worcester, Massachusetts. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Worcester. Evan Mark. I'm going to butcher this. Markopolis. 18 years old versus Douglas William Williams. Now, uh, he wasn't terrible, but he's just a kid. I can't see them putting in, letting an 18 year old kid, you know, get over on a gut check. You know, even if he was great, even if he threw a freaking match that would be unbelievable. He's 18 years old. It's hard to get an 18-year-old kid ready for TV. But, um, you know, these gut checks, I think if they spread them out, you know, just a little more, like they've been doing, don't, don't have it every single week. Have it maybe twice a month. I don't think it's something that needs to be featured every, every week, unlike the TV title which I think they need to bring back and feature that every week. And next week, we heard just another reason to watch Impact next week. We're going to have, you know, something revealed about the television title. So that's great. I like Dixie being really paranoid and really upset, you know, in the back saying that we need to look within. We need to just we have to stop this we're getting our asses kicked every week these guys are coming after us every week you know my god you know we got to do something i like the way she's kind of she's making it seem like she's folding under the pressure and if i was the owner of the company i would too you know before we talked about hogan uh he's being used just the right way you know, he's not, we're not getting an overabundance of him. We're getting just enough. And, um, 
you know, looking forward to Bound for Glory. Shit, I'm looking forward to Impact next week. Uh, reminder, guys, the phone lines are still open. If I don't get any more calls, I'll wrap it up. Uh, we've covered TNA tonight. We've covered what might be, what might not be. And, um, you know, call up. Let me know what you think about TNA. Uh, Bound for Glory. We've got some interesting matches. I, I'm thrilled, like I said, with them having, you know, that six-man uh, six tag, Kurt Angles and, and Styles with Chavo and Hernandez. <coughs> Excuse me. Versus Daniels and Kazarian. That's going to be off the freaking chain. I mean, you want to talk about guys that are going to give it all they got. Uh, Aries and Jeff Hardy. That's going to be awesome. That's going to be off the chain as well. We got two good matches scheduled for the pay-per-view. So, you know, TNA doing a pretty good job. Uh, Tara, they made her heel turn real quick. I like the way she called out Christy Hemi and was ready to beat the hell out of her. And then Tess Marker comes out and saves her. That's definitely going to be a match to watch for, a rematch to watch for. Um, so far, not too many complaints for TNA. The uh, whole Matt Morgan situation, I think, is going to iron itself out. And uh, hello. hello, caller. Welcome to TNA Chat Live. Who's this? Um, my name's Cammy. <laughs> Who's this? I'm sorry. Uh um, sorry, my voice. Uh, my name's Cammie. Um, Cammie from the chat? Uh, yes. Oh, how are you? I'm sorry. You were a little low on my on my headset. Welcome. I have a sore throat tonight. Um, I'm good. Um, I want to ask, do you think that the um, Divas Division should be canceled? I mean, there's, since they've lost winter and velvet sky and... We haven't really seen Angelina Love um, on. Do you think it should be canceled? As well, I was going to ask you. I mean, do you think that the Divas, you know, should be put away? Well, right now they're doing the terror of Miss Testnocker, but how long can they really do this? I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, I, I hear. Fail. Yeah, I hear what you. I hear what you're saying. You know, we've got a lot of a lot of knockouts leaving. I don't. I don't know. I mean, you know, this was a division. We've talked about this. Who had were drawing the ratings? You know, on TNA week to week, they were one of the highest rated segments on TNA. You had Kong there. You had um, well, ODB is back, but I don't think she's been quite as prominent. As she used to be, uh, of course you got. Yeah, I mean it's hard to have a tag team division when you don't have any people to participate in it. I mean, I I agree with you on that. And uh, you know, the beautiful people—they were an awesome group, and now it's it's gotten even thinner. Yeah, didn't uh, that? Uh, I don't even know her name—the Mexican girl that used to work with the. Mexican America, is she gone? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Most of the 
Hell, a lot of the ones that were originally there are gone. And, and it's a shame because that was an, an awesome division. I, I'm hoping they turn it around. I mean, as far as Brooke Hogan, she's, she's okay. I don't have a problem with her staying in the position she, she's in. I don't think she's going to get in the ring. I hope not. But they might have to just to fill a void. You know what I mean? I hear what you're saying, Cammie. Well, I just wanted to get your opinion on that. No, I agree. They they need to. They definitely need to try to turn that division around and bring it back to where it, you know where it was. the The wrestling is always good. I have to say that. I always look more forward to a, a knockouts match just because. Yeah, they, 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 they did feel good in the wrestling. Um, it's just that most of them are gone or. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens. Maybe, you know, they can hit. You know, I wouldn't mind them. Something they could even do if they really need to bring in people is maybe we have a gut check. Maybe every so often you have a, you know, a female gut check. Well, they uh, already did that, didn't they? A few times. Did that? With the uh, Dentera fight one. Really? They had the stripper one, I think. The one that was a former stripper. Uh, she was a redhead. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Shame on me, you know. But that was wow. That was a little bit ago. I, I'm trying to remember that. Well, do it more often, man. You know, maybe, maybe there's got to be some people they can at least try to bring in, and, and you know, maybe re-sign some people. I, I don't know. I don't really ever see Velvet going to the WWE. I don't think that's going to happen. And with a lot of the guys who. Were, uh, business with the whole lawsuit. Yeah. I don't think we'll see anybody that left uh, TNA to at least until probably maybe next year. <laughs> until this is all you know, blown through over. No, I hope not. But I mean... WWE is really that really wanting to do it right now anyway. They, like, they got their own people and they've got their own Gut check type thing with the. Well, yeah. <laughs> I can't think of this name now. We're right. But, uh. Well, we'll have to see. Yeah, I mean, um, we'll have to see. I mean, they've got, you know, the WWE, they've got, the, it's different there. It's not so much wrestling, it's about, you know, it's it's no offense to you of course it's it's eye candy for the guys i mean you know it's 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 not about how well you can wrestle and i think velvet who started off as not being you know the best in the ring but she drastically improved and the guys who are thinking of going to wwe are seeing with all this contract nonsense and lawsuit nonsense that maybe tna is the place to stay they're bringing back some guys who we thought were gone so Maybe you can get Velvet back. Maybe you can get some of these gals back that you lost and bring back this so division. One more question before I uh, let you go. Sure. I was wondering, do you think that uh, TNA wrestlers should start getting into the movie business a little bit more? Into the movie business? Mm-hmm. Well, we see that the exposure that, uh, I know this is a TNA show, but um, the explosion that WWE wrestlers have got over the last couple of years I mean, well, just period. You, were thinking, you know, we haven't really seen a TNA wrestler other than 
Well, uh, Kurt Angle, maybe. Warrior, but when do you think that uh, TNA should start putting out wrestlers and uh, maybe like AJ Styles or someone? Well, it, it hasn't been... Su- I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, it hasn't been successful for the WWE that much. I mean, other than The Rock, who went and basically That's signed... Awesome. Yeah, but even Austin's not on the level of The Rock. I mean, he he's made some good movies. He's made some good TV shows as well. But I don't think TNA has enough enough to worry about just getting everything. Well, to straight. be honest, you know, you really can't just put just a, you know, guys that right now. But, I mean, you've had the Hogan, you've had Hulk Hogan when he was WWE. You know, they pushed him with a bunch of movies, and that's how he got himself started. And, Andre, and he was in a bunch of movies. I mean, it doesn't it kind of wonder, make you wonder, like, should TNA at least start trying to push some of their people on the spotlight? I mean, they don't exactly do a lot of outside showing. <laughs> well, like I think... Product, no. Well, before they worry about movies, they need to worry about advertising the shows that they do have right now. You know, that's movies is something. Here's the thing. I don't personally think Hollywood really wants a wrestler. I mean, unless it's a guy like possibly John Cena someday. And I don't want to talk too much about WWE, but if... WWE guys are having, you know, the current guys are having trouble getting movies that aren't straight to DVD. You know, TNA, with with their limited advertisement and not many people, unfortunately this is, knowing who their wrestlers even are on impact to movies is, you got to get, you know, you got to get a 3.0, 4.0 rating on your show before you start thinking about movies. Their guys just and gals aren't exposed enough, I think, for that to happen. Um, You know, unless some guys came along who showed some extraordinary acting talent by accident that they got recognized, I don't think that's something TNA should worry about now. They need to worry about getting their show to where I think it can be if they advertise. So... No, nah, I don't see it right now. Not for a long time. Okay. All right. Well, I'll let the next person come through. Um, Absolutely. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Right, good night. All right. Cammy hangs up, and that leaves us open for another five minutes. So if you'd like to call in, please call in. If not, we will wrap things up for the evening. Uh, thanks to everybody who called in. Um, you know, I think what she meant was movies is another way of getting yourself out there. But the thing is, you've got to be out there first before you can start worrying about, you know, getting into movies. That's, that's, that's a long way off. I understand, you know, that's, she, she's saying what we're all saying. They need to put names out there a little bit more. And, Movies isn't the way to do it just yet. Right now, the way to do it, and we've we've talked about this every week, is just newspapers. You know, putting your logo on your trucks, uh, radio, talk shows. There's so many ways it can be done, and unfortunately, it's not being done. I thoroughly enjoyed tonight's show, 
And I enjoyed it because I knew it was on. How many other tens of thousands of people would have enjoyed Impact tonight if they knew where and when to watch it? And it's been said over and over and over again. And I think the reason this topic is brought up every single week is because we see it so evidently what's wrong. It's not the wrestling. It's not even the storylines, which are no worse and a lot of times even better than what you get from the quote-unquote competition. What's missing is you can give away $10 million to the first 100 people that show up. But if 100 people don't know that you're giving away all that money, no one's going to show up. That's the bottom line. And, you know, getting out of the impact zone, it's going to cost money. They're taking a huge step in the right direction by staying live until at least the end of the year. At least. I'm all for that. I applaud them for that. That's perfect. You know, it's a step in the right direction. Let's take a few more, TNA, because you got, you got us entertained. Get more of us entertained. Let us know you're there. With that said, make sure you check out all the other shows on the SNS Radio Network. Uh, tomorrow night, the open book is going to be starting at a special time, 1130 Eastern. So uh, if you're used to getting the open book at 11 p.m., move it up a half hour, 11.30 tomorrow night, 9.30 uh, Mountain. Uh, check out all the podcasts over the weekend. Go over to snsradionetwork.com and uh, check out what's available. We have, of course, the Elite Force podcast, Beyond the Bell, all the other podcasts here on the SNS Radio Network. No pay-per-view this weekend, so everyone can take a little breath and relax and take maybe a little bit of a break from wrestling until Tuesday night when myself and J.J. Sexay will, of course, be back with another episode of Wrestling News Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Mountain. And tune in again next week right here for TNA Chat Live at its regular time, 11, uh, excuse me, 10.30 p.m. And that's it. TNA, good job tonight. Hopefully you do a good job next week. Pretty stoked for Bound for Glory. I think it's going to be a great show, and we're counting it down. If you're a TNA fan, think of it as WrestleMania. Let's count down the days. With that being said, thank you to all the callers so very much. Thank you to Trey for allowing me to do this and make sure TNA has a voice here on the network. Thanks to everyone in chat. I had a good time. I'm the Bronx Father. This is TNA Chat Live, SNS Radio Network. Have a great weekend, everyone. Good night.